Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the latest and greatest edition of the podcast, 15 to Life. I'm your host, Tito, and let's go ahead and get right into this. And don't forget, this is the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. And once again, I'm your host, Tito. Let's jump into it. So this is volume 97. I still cannot believe we are literally that far into this. And don't get me wrong, I started this a while ago um so 97 probably doesn't seem like that big of a deal but the reality is is um it's been what i want to say whoo going on like four or five years um and doing this probably heavier sometimes and lighter than others uh the reality is it was never about trying to monetize this or do anything outside of two major things which is one a platform where i can speak my mind zero filters and um just talk about things that i've either gone through or that i've learned and two hoping that some of the things i say might help someone else who's in in a struggle part of their life where maybe i can help them navigate so those are the two main things main reasons why i do it Sometimes I get caught up like everyone else, and if I really was a great podcaster, I'd probably be doing this steadily once a week, twice a week, whatever it may be, right? So, needless to say, let's go ahead and jump into this one. This one is basically called Victims vs. Masters, right? Master being a bad word in many ways, but we're talking about mastering your life or being a victim of your life. And I for sure can tell you about being a victim because I've... I've been a victim so often and and to this day, like this morning I had thoughts of, 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 of me more in the victim mindset, right? So let's talk about that. What is, what does it mean to be a victim of life? Right. And when I say that, what I mean, and and you guys are going to be able to relate to this, like this is relatable to anyone and everyone. I don't care if you've reached everything you've wanted to do in your life or you haven't hit one goal yet. Right. And that is when things don't go the way we want them to go, what do we do? We look outside, right? And and look at the way you're looking right now. You can see basically, you know, somewhere around 180 degrees, right? From this side to this side, you got some peripherals. It's not so clear here. And then it gets a lot clearer as you get to the center, right? So what you see is is your inputs, right? And and those inputs kind of tell you um this is what's coming at you this is what's going on and then when things go wrong we look right we look at what's around us and then we start saying i didn't get that promotion because tom has that relationship with sherry right or sherry like that one time i called her carrie and she's hated me ever since right and we look at everyone and everything around us as being the reasons why whatever's going on in our life right i I was born um in the hood so i can't be anything but someone from the hood that is just what it is is destiny it's whatever right 
we look around our current situation or factors within the situation that that we're we're trying to figure out right and we just project onto those and that's being a victim because when you say that everyone else has all that control over you i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna tell you right now you're right you are 100 right because as soon as you give control to a thing or a person whether they take it or not in your mind they have control so now anything they say or do it's against you let's break it down a little bit further right so when you're 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 uh, uh thinking that you know sherry didn't give you that promotion for whatever reason right everything that sherry says moving forward is on those baselines right because that's how your mind has locked on to her right she didn't give me the promotion so now oh she said good morning oh that tone her body language see is just solidifying what i was already thinking man she just hates me and i'll tell you when when you feed yourself that kind of thought process when you feed yourself those kind of affirmations you hear about positive affirmations all the time i talk about them as well negative affirmations do the same thing just in the opposite direction right so when you're telling yourself that's that's how someone feels or that's how they they act or whatever it may be right then your mind goes there and it doesn't matter and you have i'm telling you you your your brain your thoughts your energy have so much power you can push someone into being the person your mind is telling you they are and it gets to a point where no matter what they say no matter what they do that's who they are even though it's not who they are right that's being a victim and then you become more of a victim because you have a victim's mindset right you have a victim's focus when you see things your lens right your lens is a victim's lens and here's a crazy thing have you have you ever been in a situation where maybe two or three people were literally damn near in the exact same place at the exact same time and saw the exact same thing yet you will get three very different stories of what happened who said what and how they did it and who was right who was wrong and all that why they all have a different lens that they're seeing things through right and that kind of ties into being the victim or the master of your life right but it also falls into so many more things like the experiences you know when we talk about diversity diversity is really about not just the color of your skin or the language you speak or the religion you have or any of that diversity is so much more it's your experiences because the reality is people and now i'm going off on a tangent the reality is we are all the same we're all human beings and until aliens come down and start trying to kill us we're going to keep finding things that are different to make us different the reality is if some alien came down they look at us like a bunch of dogs that are stupid that don't like each other just because we have different fur and all this other stuff but when they cut us up and dissect us we're the same damn thing so diversity isn't just the color of your skin or the language you speak diversity is the experiences like dogs they're diverse because of they're an in the house dog they're an outside dog they're a dog that gets organic food versus the dog who does like all the different experiences dogs that go on walks and jogs versus dogs who just sit on the couch all day like they're <laughs> anyway I'm, I'm way off on a tangent back to the victim and master right so now you're looking at 
the, this individual Sherry who passed you up for promotion, and and you're mad at this individual, and that and that just grows and grows and grows. Now flip that lens around, right? You're the master of your life. You didn't get the promotion, right? You put in the work. You did all that. You didn't get it. Instead of looking at Sherry and go, man, I do notice she goes out with Tom and 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 they get coffee and stuff, and that's probably why he got the promotion. Instead of that, you're the master of your life. So you're like, cool, I didn't get the job. I need to figure out, because I do want the job, I need to figure out why I didn't. So instead of thinking and coming up with all these scenarios of why Sherry you know, likes Tom or they're dating or whatever the hell might go through your mind, you just go up and say, hey, Sherry, I'd love to get 30 minutes of your time. And can we do it outside of the office? And say, hey, I really appreciate you interviewing me for this position. I realized I didn't get it. I would love to hear feedback on... What were my strengths and what were my weaknesses? What are some opportunities that I could take advantage of so that the next opportunity that comes up, I'll be prepared for it? Now, one, if she really is all those negative things that the victim was seeing, <clears throat> she might now look at you and say, wow, you know, you didn't take it personal. You, you, you took your, your jab on the chin and, and you want to do better. And here's the other thing. The, the master of their life is looking at it like i'm going to do these opportunities and then if i do them all and another opportunity comes up and i get passed up now it might be time for me to just look outside and and go somewhere else because i've done everything they asked me to do but i'm not i'm not able to achieve which is fine this is just my way of finding out this is not the right place for me see a master keeps pushing for whatever and they see everything as an opportunity to learn and grow a victim sees everything as an opportunity to make another excuse on why they're wherever they're at in life or why they haven't achieved a goal now here's the other thing sometimes you do get beat down whether you're a master or a victim you you just get beat down for no freaking reason it happens right But you have the choice of saying I'm now going to put this person or if you want to group people, these people or this company or whatever, whatever, whatever into this bucket of now they're kind of closed off in my mind, right? That's still being a victim, right? Because a, a master can still say, you know, that wasn't them. And I and, and this is going to be kind of a weird example, right? Uh, coming up and being in stupid situations and stuff, I, I got robbed and even shot at and everything and most of the time it was by black people i have nothing my wife's black my daughter's black like i have nothing against black i I didn't use that as a reason to develop some kind of you know i'm pissed off every day because that's what everyone does no bull you know needless to say let's get back into this victim and master right so how do you how do you switch from one because Sometimes it's a very small gap. Sometimes it's very big, right? Because you've been in that state or maybe you know someone in that state for a long, long time. How do you switch gears and change? This is where I tell you guys and and, and anyone who's listened to my stuff or, or heard me talk or knows me knows this about me. And and I, I, I usually like will say it's kind of like a drug addict. Most drug addicts know what they're doing is bad, right? 
most drug addicts, you can put them through every program there is. And they will tell you more often than not that when they finally stopped, it was because they were ready to. Now, I've never been a drug addict, so I don't know, right? I, I've had plenty of other things, and, and I know they're not the same, but I know that until I was ready, I wasn't. And I knew, like, I had to change. I use this example a lot. I'll, I'll throw it out there one more time just for anyone who maybe has never listened or this is their first time listening. But when I was in prison, I I saw some people going to school, and I was like, wow, they're doing something positive. Like, I want to do that. I was doing a whole bunch of stupid negative stuff. I was making wine. I was hanging out. Like, uh, I was typical prison crap, right? So... At the time, like, if you wanted to go to school, you had to find a school that did correspondence and all the, you know, pay for it and everything. And my parents paid, I want to say, 1100 1300 bucks for two classes at uh, University of Ohio because uh, they would do correspondence with, with prisons. So I get my books and everything, and I'm in cell living at the time. So when you talk about perfect environment, like, you get locked up in your cell, and when you go on lockdown, you're in your cell. You can't do anything else. You talk about some time that you can dedicate to learning and bettering yourself. Cell living, one of the best areas, right? <laughs> and I didn't do anything. And I had the victim's mindset back then. I, I literally told my parents with a straight face and dead serious and like, man, you don't know what it's like in prison. You don't know. There's alarms. People are killing each other. People are, you know, trying to rob each other. People are doing all this craziness and there's fights and riots and blah, 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 blah. Not saying that that stuff wasn't true, but that wasn't a reason for me not to be able to study. (laughs) When they locked those doors and put them deadbolts on, ain't no one getting up in there unless they let them in. So regardless, there could be 10 riots on the yard. If I'm locked up in my cell, I can do my my damn homework. I just didn't want to. But I, I, I came up with the excuses, right? Then I moved to dorm living years later. To where everything's open. Man, when you talk about noise and distractions everywhere, 24-7, because it's just, you're in this little mini city of people moving around. And, you know, some people like to stay up all night and sleep all day and vice versa. Like, just crazy movement. And and me, like, I was using safety and security as one of my main reasons when I was in cell living. Well, I get over to to the level two side in dorms. My mindset has changed. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to go to self-help groups. And guess what? I started doing correspondence courses. They had a community college, so it was free. I sure as hell wasn't going to ask my parents to pay for anything again, right? All A's. I think I got a couple of B's. But all A's. Once again, mindset. Nothing else. As a matter of fact, my situation, if anything, got worse, not better. But because of my mindset, it didn't matter. I was going to make it happen. When I got out of prison, I, I had that drive. And... I heard someone say this just the other day, so I want to I want to try and stop saying it. But, you know, I, I say, like, I wish I had the drive I had when I first got out of prison because you could not put anything in front of me that I didn't complete. Or if it was an obstacle, I got over it, got around it or just broke right through it. Like my first five years out of prison, like you couldn't tell me nothing. People would say, why are you working a minimum wage job? And then a few years later, oh, man, this is a nice house. And I said, yeah, just think. You know, when you were knocking me for working my minimum wage job, but look at me now and and just so much craziness. And I kind of got a little complacent. I ain't going to lie. And then then, you know, 
had a had a kid and got married and and I let all that kind of start pushing me down. But that was me. It wasn't my wife. It wasn't my child. That's me falling back into the victim. You know, oh, I have all these things, so now I can't do so. Bull. <laughs> you always got time. You make time for whatever you want. Like I'm making time to do this. So my point is this. No excuses, only solutions. Those of you who know me know I had a consulting business. It was four, as in four words, four-word consulting, and that was no excuses, only solutions. So you want to get out of the victim mindset and get to the master mindset? No excuses, only solutions. Every time something comes out of your mouth or you say something to the point of, you know, oh, man, it's because, stop. Always stop using your eyes because your eyes see everything outside. You need to be able to flip your eyes backwards and look inside. Now, I'm not saying you can always course correct within yourself. But one thing you can always course correct within yourself is your mindset and your focus. Because those external things will become the excuses and then they, they reinforce that excuse and that victim mindset. If you look inside and say, this is a me thing, and maybe that just wasn't right for me, or maybe I did it wrong, or maybe I should learn why this didn't work out and then come back and do it again. Like, when you start thinking that way, you will see things change around you. You will also probably cut some freaking people off. This is real talk, y'all. A master of their life realizes sometimes when they're leveling up, Leveling up means someone else stays behind. And it's not that you don't like them. It's not that you'll never talk to them again or anything else. But you realize to get to where you want to go, if they're not going with you on that journey, eventually their bus stop has come and they're getting off the bus. It doesn't mean you can't go back every once in a while and say, hey, and, you know, get some coffee or something. But they're not the ones that are going to be with you on that road. And that was one of the hardest things for me when I was switching from victim to master mindset was I need to get the right people on my bus or I need to be on the bus with the right people. Right. And and it's hard for me. And, and some of you might relate. It's it's hard for me because I don't like meeting new people like I do, but I don't like I can't do it myself. And wait, let me take that back. I can do it. I just don't like to do it. <laughs> I'm not saying I can't because once you say you can't, then you can't, right? I don't like doing it. I, I, I just don't like it. If you introduce me to someone, no problem talking to them. Can talk all day. You put me in front of 10,000 people, I can talk for an hour. No problem. Put me in a room with five people and I'll just stand there. <laughs> That's, that's my problem, right? So that's one of the things I've been trying to focus and figure out how do I break down some of those walls to talk to people. It's not that I can't. Anyone who knows knows I can run my mouth with the best of them, right? But when it comes to developing those new relationships, that's where I've always struggled and that's where I always push myself and try to hang around people that are good at it so I can learn and grow with them, right? So figure out where you have problems. But I'm going to tell you, more often than not, like I said, turn those eyeballs around and look inside. The problems are internal. They're not external. And the more you realize what happens internally has the greatest effect externally. But when we focus on external, we leave our internal measures to, to just die, right? You have to constantly tend to your internal garden so that you can have that master mindset and, and master your own life. 
Does it mean you're going to be a millionaire? I don't know. Maybe if that if that's where your your path goes. And a million dollars might not be a lot if you're living a millionaire lifestyle, right? Um, so don't equate all these weird things that you see on social media and in TV and in the news with success or with having a good life or living my best life every time i see someone post something that says living my best life i'm like no you're not because if you were you probably wouldn't be posting (laughs) sorry if i sorry to all my friends that post that kind of junk hashtag it all the time if you're living your best life you're living i catch myself all the time taking pictures and stuff and i go ugh. When I'm by myself, it's not as big a deal. But like when I'm with my daughter, sometimes I like I like getting the pictures. But at the same time, I don't want to miss the moment. Right. Live your best life in the sense that you're going to look internally before you cash out excuses externally. So try to break that victim mindset. We all have it in some places. I don't care how good we get. We will. It, it, it'll surface. It's about understanding it acknowledging it and then turning your eyes back around to look inside to see how you can navigate away from it all right so i hope this added some value to you today if you guys haven't caught on my new hashtag trend whatever you want to call it is be the change so when you see something wrong in someone else ask yourself what am i doing do i do it you know i wish someone would no be the change be the change you do it you know I love, and I'm going to share this little story real quick. When it comes to be the change, like I've been teaching my daughter who's six that it's not okay to throw trash on the ground and, you know, you should recycle and all this stuff. When we're walking and we do a lot of walking, she likes to walk. I like to walk. We like to hike. We like to do all that stuff, right? So we'll be walking around and someone will either throw something. And this is always like, (laughs) especially for me ex-felon and you know all this violent crime and all this stuff but she'll see someone throw something on the ground she'll be like oh that's mean he's bad and i'm like oh my god she's gonna get me into a fight but she's right right and she's a kid so there's really no filter on it right then on the flip side she'll see some trash on the ground and she will pick it up and look for a garbage can and it makes me go she's being the change because she's into it so much, and I don't always do that. I'll, I'll I'll pick up trash if I see a trash can. I'll pick up the trash and throw it away. But if I don't see one, I, I probably won't pick it up. She'll pick it up and be like, Daddy, we got to find a trash can. And I'm always like, wow, that is freaking awesome, right? So hashtag be the change. Hashtag don't be a victim. Be a master of your own destiny. Be a master of your life. As always, I love you. I believe in you. I know you can do it. I know you can do whatever you set your mind to. But once again, it's not about seeing it, believing it. You can achieve it. It's about you have to have faith. Faith like people have in religion. You have to have faith to the extent that no one can tell you that you can't do it. Because you have faith in yourself. And no matter how many times you fall, you have faith that one of these times when I get up, it's going to happen. So be the change. Lose that victim mindset. Get that master of your life mindset. I love you. And I hope that y'all have a great Labor Day because it's going to be Labor Day tomorrow. And I will talk to y'all soon. Tito, 15 of life.